Blog Talk Radio. It's Film Festival Radio, the show where superstars and future stars happily coexist together. And now, here's your host, Janice Malone. Well, hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in, as always, to Film Festival Radio here with me, Janice Malone. So happy that you decided to spend a little time with me, and we're going to give you some uh, really cool information about an audition that we got in the mail, and also we'll bring you our first guest for this edition of the show. So hopefully, are you you guys okay? Everybody all right? Okay? Under the circumstances, you're all right? Okay. Anything wrong, let us know. We'd like to hear from you. We have our email open for you. Emails, you know, we love them. Info at filmfestivalradio.com. You can always drop us a line to let us know what you're doing, how you're spending your uh, lockdown days and weeks. We, we tell you what we're doing. We're steadily putting some shows on for you, among other things. So let me give you some information about uh, an audition that you may want to think about uh, participating in. Okay, there's a company, and they are casting for a documentary project, and you will be get you will get paid if you are selected. And the theme of the doc is it's important to vote, and they want people who are in the Southern California area. Sorry, but that's. That's the rules. You need to be in the Southern California area. And they're looking for all types of people. You have to be at least 18 years plus, 18 years or older. They're looking for all ethnicities, all genders, all views, all walks of life. If you think it's important to vote, they want to hear your story. And again, it's open to everyone as long as you're 18 years of age or older. But... This is where it gets very direct and specific. They are also looking for these types of people, uh, essential workers, educators, frontline workers. That includes nurses, teachers, first responders, uh, friends who vote together or friends who share the same political views, uh, young adults who may be voting in their first election, uh, senior citizen people ages 65 plus who have experience working as poll workers. They're looking for also older couples or a group of friends that disagree politically, yet they still are friends. They're looking for also specifically, now again, these are, they're looking for everybody, but specifically these, this list that I'm reading now, LGBTQ2S people who identify with that group, farmers and others in rural South uh, Southern California, and people who have foreign accents are also welcome. So don't hesitate if you have an accent, uh, if you're from another country, just as long as you are 18 years of age plus and uh, 
you know, you're here officially, you're, you're open to try out for it. The interviews will not be done in person, okay? That's because of uh, the COVID. They're doing all COVID-19 safety protocols will be followed. Now, if you fit into especially the list that I just read off to you, again, it's really for all types of people, but specifically if you fit into that list, they want you to do this. Email the following, your first and last name, your contact telephone number, the city and the zip code where you live. Again, it should be in the Southern California area. And tell everybody, the people, the producers, about yourself. Just just a little bit. Don't go into, you know, once upon a time there was me and I was an embryo. Don't go back that far. Okay. Uh, the main thing is when they say, tell us about yourself, answer the question, why is voting important to you? And how do you think voting will be different for this election? So in your little synopsis of who you are, if you could just address those two questions, why is voting important to you and how do you think voting will be different for this upcoming presidential election? And send a recent picture of yourself or your group if you are submitting uh, to try out with the group, if it's a group of friends. So it's either send a picture individually of you or a picture of the group of you, and it needs to be in a JPEG format, and you need to send all of this to this email address, projectsandboxcasting at gmail.com. That's projects with an S, A-N-D, box, B-O-X, like a box, casting at gmail.com projects and box casting at gmail.com and again this is for a documentary and you will get paid if you are selected and again you need to be in the southern california area so all of you southern cal people you want to try out for this you've got the information so go for it run with it and who knows you might get selected yes you might Okay, got all of that, got all of that. Now, as always, if you don't have a pen and paper, you can't write all of this down that I just told you. Maybe you're driving, maybe you're drying, drying your hair or something. Doesn't matter. You can always email us, as you know, info at filmfestivalradio.com, and we will be more than happy to send you that information as well. Okay, we're going to take a very quick break, and when we come back, we will have our first guest for this edition of Film Festival Radio. We'll be right back. This is Drew and Jonathan Scott, the Property Brothers, and you are listening to Film Festival Radio with Janice Malone. Okay, we are back with more of Film Festival Radio show with me, Janice Malone, here, and hopefully you got all the, the uh details written down about the audition there for the documentary film. And if you did not, you're more than welcome to, as always, drop us a line, info at filmfestivalradio.com, and we'll be more than happy to send you whatever information that you need. Now, to go back a minute about that audition, uh, you know, it's about, it's a film they're doing about uh, politics and such. Now, let's not 
go there and and be let's be civil because I know this is a very heated uh, presidential season election and a lot of people have their opinions on both sides of the coin so if you're going to go try out for this movie this film just don't go there and be Batman crazy that's all I'm saying be civil about your your views and if you get selected you'll make you some money you'll have bragging rights that you're in a film hey it's a groovy kind of thing for you so that's all I'm saying okay let's get to our guest here our guest um, is the co-founder of the 23rd Annual Dances with Films Film Festival that will take place August 27th through September 6th. And you can get more information, uh, danceswithfilms.com is their website. And this is a really large festival. They have, uh, they received over 3,000 film submissions. Yeah, they are Big. And they've launched a lot of uh, careers, filmmakers, film directors that are household names now. And we'll get more into that when we bring the uh, our guest on. Their uh, slogan, defiantly independent since 1998. And I love that. That is so cool. It's Put that on a T-shirt, yeah. But anyway, the festival was originally scheduled to take place in Los Angeles at the TCL Chinese Theaters. But of course, like everything else, because of COVID-19, they had to, uh, they're having the festival online. It will be a virtual festival, which is good because uh, people who or anywhere in the world can take part in it and look at the films, the workshops, and the, all of the great stuff. They have music videos, just all kinds of really cool stuff uh, that will be taking place. As I said, this is a very significant film festival, and uh, for their 2020 lineup, they have more than 200 titles, again, and that includes narratives, documentaries, pilots, web series, music videos, short films, and films by young people. And this festival has received just wonderful accolades by some of the top media outlets out here. CNN, for example, this is what they had to say about this festival. It's an innovator and leader in positioning raw and talented new directors. The USA Today has deemed it one of their top 10 North American film festivals. The LA Times said, a breath of fresh air. And Yahoo says, one of the most engaging, forward-thinking festivals in the country. So when you've got CNN, USA Today, LA Times, Yahoo, and I know there are many others, all giving you the salute and saying, yeah, you're all that. You are all that. You must be. You're obviously all of that and then some. And so... We're going to bring on the uh, co-founder of the festival shortly here. Among the many, many uh, films that will be screened, one of them that's getting a lot of attention is called Gritty and Pretty. What a cute, cool title that is. And later on, we're going to, uh, in another day or so, we're going to feature the two actresses who are the stars of Gritty and Pretty. 
Uh, by the way, Gritty and Pretty will be screened uh, September 5 and 6 at the uh, Dances with Films Film Festival. It stars Cassinia LeBlanc, and she, of course, is one of the actresses in the award-winning Orange is the New Black. Uh, of course, that was a big hit for Netflix. And Gritty and Pretty, uh, she she wrote it. Yeah, she is one of the writers of the film. But anyway, uh, we will give you more details about that film because we will have her on as well later on. But right now, let's bring the co-founder of the Dances with Films Film Festival, Leslie Scallon, and she's going to uh, be tuning in in just about five, ten more seconds, and she will give us more details about this year's festival, how we can all join in, and just just a little bit more details about what are some of the films and some of the activities that will be taking place. So let's bring Leslie on right now, and I can't wait to chat with her, and I want you to be a part of it. So let's bring her on now. Here we are. We are just, I guess you could say, within days of uh, your film festival, Dances with Films. And what a unique title. Um, well, first of all, let's talk about uh, September. What is, give us the information on when it starts and how people can get hold of clicking on to see everything. You got it. Um, well, um, it, the dates for Dances with Films are September, or September, look, I'm, I'm already leaping way ahead, August 27th through September 6th. We have independent films, documentaries, music videos, TV pilots, webisodes, um, films by kids, films for kids, um, just so many different things for whatever your appetite for uh, entertainment is. And you can find us at both um, our site, danceswithfilms.com. And then we also have a new site because we are rebranding as Dances with Films LA. And that's a little bit simpler, less letters to type. It's dwfla.com. And that'll take you directly to our schedule and all of the great films and descriptions and everything. Absolutely fabulous. So, uh, it sounds like you guys are just not missing a beat in spite of the pandemic. You're just rolling right along here, which is uh, the way we have to do it now. Well, you know what? It's it's We did push back because we were hoping that there would be a little bit of a lull and we could have our, our usual home at the Chinese Theater this year. But it became pretty obvious that even if it did open, it wasn't going to be able to be as big as what we normally are. We, we have an over 400-seat theater that we fill almost every screening with, you know, people who are enthusiastic to really see, you know, these films that aren't what you're seeing at every multiplex, right? And so when we decided to, we pushed back the dates a little bit, and then when we realized that it's just time to conquer the World Wide Web with our brand just as much as anything else. So 
that's what we decided to do. Now, I understand that one of the films that, uh, and I, obviously you have many, uh, is Gritty and Pretty. So, uh, the cool title, tell us all about that one. I understand it's going to premiere at your festival September 5 and 6. So, give us the lowdown on that one and why it's getting a lot of attention. Well, uh, Gritty and Pretty, for, well, first of all, it's part of, um, I believe, hold on, let me double check, but it, it's part of our pilots division, which is one of our newer sections, which is fantastic because, of course, with the, the fact that television is really just coming into its own these days. I mean, it has been coming up for, you know, some time, but now it's just really into hyperdrive, especially with the way that the world is right now, right? Yes. So the, the pilot section, uh, that we what we call Dances with Pilots, is basically our television pilot section as well as webisodes. And and Gritty and Pretty, which is chaired, our programming chair is, is uh, Anissa Alea. She is fabulous, and she finds some of the most interesting, new, unique pieces that, we, that are to be found. Um, I do want to say right here, though, is that we don't go out searching. We don't go checking out other festivals. We really are a place where you submit to us, and then we're looking for the best of the best that, that submits to us. And with over, I don't know, somewhere near 3,000 entries this year, when you're screening with us, you know you're really seeing something that's unique because you've got uh, programmers who have been programming for 20 years, 10 years, 5 years with us. So we're really in tune with kind of like what the new trends are, what's emerging, and then also spotting that raw talent that's really interesting. And with Gritty and Pretty, I think it kind of has a little bit of all of that in it. And so uh, the title of, of your film festival is so unique, Dances with Films. When did you first start the film festival? And uh, just give us a rundown on, on the basics of how that all came about. Oh, sure. Well, we, we created the festival. My uh, co-founder is Michael Trent and myself. And we had, uh, in back in 1996, that was the days of El Mariachi and the Brothers McMullen and Sex, Ties and Sex Lies and Videotape had just come out. Things like that that were really starting to break through the kind of normal channels that was being, you know, films were being funneled through. And so independent studios and, and everybody was really coming into its own glory and including Sundance of course that's when it really started to hit hot and so we had created a film uh, called Indemnity which we had then submitted it to submitted to the industry film festivals that we wanted to be at because we of course wanted to continue with careers as both writers uh, producer director uh, we both were actors uh, Michael started on Broadway um, I started here in town on com with commercials and we, when we didn't get into any of the festivals we wanted to, he looked at me and he goes, you know, there's got to be other films that are just like ours where we don't have great big names because we're using ourselves and our own resources. Let's bring together, you know, these films and put them on here in Los Angeles and show the industry what we've got. And that's basically was the can-do, let's build it up in the, you know, back of a barn, you know, and show these films. Um 
and we did. We showed it at uh, one of the best art houses in town, which is Lenley's. Uh, they been, they were terrific supporters, and we were there for our first 15 years. And then we kind of outgrew them just in terms of size and went to the Chinese theater after that. But the funny thing about it is Dances with Films, because really when we did it, I mean, Janice, we only thought we were going to do it for one, one time, one year, in 1998. And instead... It ended up going all the way here into what is now our 23rd year. But Dances with Films was supposed to be a play on Sundance. Oh, okay. Therein lies the title then. Uh-huh. And <laughs> I can't tell you how often we get, oh, I've got all these dance films. And, and we're like, <laughs> no, we're no more about dance films than Sundance is about sun or dance films. Yeah. So that's how how it came out, and it was it's always been and and actually because we do get so many dance oriented things from Dory from documentaries to music videos, um and and films actually you know like you know mainstream um you know like uh, um the greatest showman those kind of things we wouldn't show that of course because our our real thing is about breakthrough people and that was pretty star studded but. Um, we always have a division now that we call Downbeat, which is a, a compilation of all things music and dance and, and oriented like that. So we can actually showcase some really amazing music videos and upcoming people that way. Wow, I love that. I love that you give the, the, the people who are, you know, they're not a novice, novice, but they're they're on their way. And, and that's good. That's, that's so good. numbers of success stories. Can you give me two more of success stories who have come through your festival and gone on to fabulous things? Well, back in the year uh, 2000, we showed the first uh, directorial effort by a, by a gentleman by the name of Brian Cranston. You may have no, heard of him. I think I, oh my goodness, really? <laughs> yeah, so that was his first, and it was a wonderful feature film that he did um, with uh, with his wife, Robin, and I mean, everything you hear about him being nice is absolutely oh, true. And I've heard a lot of, I haven't heard anybody say he wasn't a nice guy, good to work with, and of course, obviously super talented. Mm -hmm. wow, yeah. uh, but, but also there's there's a lot of people too. I mean, we had a very early uh, young Jesse Eisenberg. Oh. Uh, 
we had Gina Rodriguez. Um, we, she was in a film called Go For It, uh, which was six months before she was in Philly Brown that hit big at Sundance. So you could have found her with us first. Uh, uh, we had a, a wonderful um, pair of writer-directors, uh, Will Schaefer and Mark Olson, who had their feature film Easter with us. And then the next year parlayed that into uh, becoming showrunners on the HBO series Big Love. Oh, my goodness. What great uh, bragging rights that you guys have over there. Yeah, we've had, and, and you know, the, i got to tell you, the, the really amazing secret that we have mm-hmm. is that somehow, I don't know how it is with the way that we select our films, we have some of the most amazingly nice people. And I will say that of all the people that I just mentioned and the people that may not have made it huge yet, um, we just really have had some some great luck with the fact that somehow how we uh, we communicate a lot with our filmmakers anybody who submits with us you know we're really always in constant contact with them and somehow that manages to really kind of weed out somebody who might have an ego problem because there's just no room for it in this world in my opinion i totally agree with you totally well now you mentioned earlier that this year you had like three thousand submissions my goodness, when do you guys start accepting submissions and, and how many of you, as far as your staff, how many of you, what, how do you divide this up? When do you start? Well, we pretty much start right after, especially this year since we pushed back to try to accommodate for our our altered universe that we have going on. Um, but this year we will basically open up mid-September and we have a, a main crew of about 15 um, that basically we all, you know, work in our own little pods basically. But um, we each each slate, different slate, uh, different di- programming division we have has a programming head and then they have a certain amount of people that they have underneath them. And we basically start putting out the films as soon as we have enough to really get started. And gosh, this year, uh, we started last year, I think I started screening in October for the shorts, which had probably the most entries out of everything. And I had a co-programmer um, by the name of uh, Lindsay Sand Smith, who was fantastic. And so it kind of goes through degrees. So there will be a main, and I might be one of the first time, first looks at anything, but we have lots of people who give first looks. And then we have a very simple, it's thumbs up, thumbs down, or, oh, it was okay. Somebody else should take a look at it. And we kind of go through that. We make sure every film is seen three times because everybody has different tastes, you know, or you can always have a bad day. So we, we want to make sure that every filmmaker, because all of us come from filmmakers, acting backgrounds, and so we want to make sure that everybody has a fair shake when they're through here. And one of the things that we do that's pretty unique, because it's very time-consuming, but we find it very important, especially Michael and I, since we're filmmakers, everybody who we do pass on, we send them a note, uh, an email, and with that email, we also include two positive things that our reviewers found out about the film, so that they can be encouraged and know that not every effort makes it into it. It may not have been right for our slate, but, you know, keep on creating. It's important. That's good to know, because uh, rejection is hard enough in itself, but it, it sounds like you guys supply constructive criticism that's going to help make the product even better. Well, we only do that if they request it, because Mm -hmm. I have found that people don't like unwarranted 
not unwarranted, um, you know, unasked for advice. If they want to afterwards ask us, we're happy to like, you know, say what we found as a first time, you know, Mm -hmm. review of something, which sometimes you just need fresh eyes on a project, you know, and a little tweak and it could be all of a sudden, wow. And we often have filmmakers who resubmit projects. And I think we have one this year and I don't know the name of it, unfortunately, but I believe it was their third year of submitting it, but they had tweaked it over the time. And, and we were like, Oh, this is amazing. Now we love it. So that's good to hear. So if a film doesn't make it this go round, they can come back and try again the next year or the next. So there's not a restriction on that. No, not at all. But you know how I put it is we are kind of like being the grocery store. We don't raise the apples. We don't grow the trees, you know, and every year it's a different batch. So, you know, you never know. So yeah. if you feel that you're you're really, you know, you want to, you know, have it seen again, we are absolutely, absolutely willing to look at it again and look at it with fresh eyes again. Very good. Well, final question here. Uh, both you and Michael, as you said, are filmmakers yourselves, and you've got this juggernaut of a film festival also, so I know your time is just, oh, jacked. But do either one of you have time, or do you have uh, any interest in creating some more films of your own, or, or what? Oh, absolutely. We have a couple of different projects that we've been working on. Uh, one is called uh, Kenny's Story that's a loosely biograph of one of my cousins, actually. It's a, it's a very interesting story that I haven't seen. And then we have a short uh, short film um, in regards to a lot of the uh, – it, it deals with the mental is- issues that are going on right now, which is what's really exciting about our opening night film, Paper Spiders, because it deals with mental illness and in a very unique perspective that I haven't seen a lot of. And that's kind of the, the short that we're looking at as well, because it's a unique perspective. And I think that's kind of what we're looking for overall in terms of the festival, just period. We're always looking for that unique um, take on something because most stories have been already done. What is it they say? There's only like five actual stories in the world and it's just a matter of how you tell it. Yes, yes, that's the old thing. And it's, you start thinking about it, yeah, it pretty much is true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, so yes, we definitely have a couple of things on the on the on the uh, burner, and we're, we're working at those, but Dances with Films has been amazing because, like I said, we really didn't plan on going past year one, but the strength of the team are, and, and the people, the filmmakers themselves, that's always inspired us to keep going because we realize that it's very important for filmmakers to have this voice and this platform to be able to reach out to audiences, to tell their stories, to, to you know, get more interest and to go on and make the next one. And that's, that's why we, it exists. That's why we keep doing it and why we have such amazing team behind us that, that keeps it all going as well. And one more time, give us the start date and the website as to where people can go and sit in their homes and have their own popcorn and enjoy this great <laughs> festival. Exactly. And furthermore, we're putting out a series of little small videos of how to best at home. So oh, look for wow. those on our Facebook and Instagram pages. We're just now starting to roll them out, and they're hysterical. Like, don't forget to go to the bathroom because you won't be able to hit pause because it is a live streaming event. So when the, our time is when the time is. It's just like going to a movie. If the movie starts at 7.30, you need to be on and seeing it at 7.30. It's not a video on demand. But again, our, our start date is this Thursday, August 
August 27th, and we are going through with full days of programming and panels and um, all sorts of other little fun things for people to discover if they go on to our website at dwfla.com. And we will be finishing up on Sunday, September 6th with our award ceremony, which will include our grand jury, our industry choice awards, and our audience awards. Oh, wow. I can't wait. I can't wait to look at it. i got to see these little mini how-to films first that you guys have created. They're fun because they're tongue-in-cheek, and we're just kind of doing them off of our own phones and having – and you know what? Because I think that that's what it is. 2020 is the year of change. It's yeah. time to roar and, and just have fun and, and – you know, take it, take it by life by the tail, and, and let it roar like the tiger we have on our as our our uh, symbol this year. Exactly, and for sure. Last question here for those who are thinking about or wanting to submit for next year. So, what should they do? Go to the same website or what? The best is to go to danceswithfilms.com. Okay. Uh, because that has the submission information and all of that on it. Okay. So they can see that. And that will be, it is up right now, uh, but it'll be live for submissions uh, probably mid to the later part of September. Okay, great. So right after people have exhaled from all the fun for the festival, they can just <laughs> uh, inhale again and get their films submitted for next year. So Exactly. Right. Well, Leslie, thank you so much. You've been such a delight to chat with, and I love these success stories that you shared with us. I think encourages our filmmakers out there. They could be next. They could be next. Absolutely. And like I said, there's always room for that voice and that that uh, story that we haven't seen told that way. It's, mm-hmm. it's it is really exciting. I can't tell you. It's it's fun to be on the programming uh, committee and be able to see what some people have put together and go, wow, I didn't look at it that way. And yeah. it, it's just it really is. It's it's something. Uh, like I said, go to dwfla.com and experience our slate this year. I think everybody will have a great time. Well, I know I certainly plan on being there with my bathrobe and my popcorn and my soda, my ginger <laughs> ale, and I'll be ready. <laughs> oh, well, and furthermore, if you want to dress up and be in your ball gown, feel free to do that, too. do that, too. Well, again, Leslie, thank you so much, and we will see you uh, at your film festival starting Thursday, the 27th. Thank you, Janice. I look forward to meeting Meeting me, yes, exactly. Okay, thanks, and have a wonderful rest of the week. I know you're busy, of course. <laughs> That's an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bye, Janice. Thank okay, you. Bye, bye. Okay, thank you so much, Leslie, for getting us some uh, behind-the-scenes info and uh, real helpful information about this year's festival. That's um, starting with an, a matter of hours from now here. So. Go to the website, danceswithfilms.com, get yourself all signed up, take a look at the lineup, and just, just visit all of the films that they're going to have. I mean, you're, you're quarantined. What else is there to do but watch movies? Why not? And believe me, this festival has some really good ones lined up, and uh, I can't wait to see them myself. So, again, the film festival's website is danceswithfilms.com. So, we plan on attending. Uh, You can get more information from us about anything that you hear on the show. Again, info at filmfestivalradio.com. 
don't forget to try out for the uh, the political documentary that I mentioned to you earlier in the show. And don't forget to go to danceswithfilms.com to get yourself all signed up to uh, participate and see their festival virtually with me and everybody else. Everybody else. Actually, the whole world will be there. And why not? You should be with us. You're part of the whole world, too. Okay. That's going to do it for this edition of Film Festival Radio Show. Again, thank you, Leslie, for joining us. And thank you guys, as always, for listening. And we'll see you on the next edition of Film Festival Radio Show. So take care, and we'll see you next show. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another edition of Film Festival Radio. With your host, Janice Malone. Be sure to download this and other episodes at filmfestivalradio.com.